0: Um, you ready to go yes all right man hey welcome to putting time um i'm your host josh davey and i'm joined by your host john allured
1: how's my game terrible
0: uh we got some stuff (laughs) on the board so let's talk about it yeah should Um, we start with follow-up good call do you have any i do Ooh. oh hey hmm uh- oh, <laughs> this is the first item of follow up is we're both wearing pudding time shirts. um, yep. these are available in our no store uh next to our
1: no right. shirts, yeah, you can find them in our no shirts mm-hmm. the no store where you can buy pudding time merch right, right We're gonna make a lot of no money
0: um, oh, this is. <laughs> Okay, I'm reading this for the first time. John, everything okay over there with regard to publishing this podcast? Uh, squinting emoji. I think that that emoji is supposed to soften the blow of what feels, <laughs> yeah. feels like an actual um, issue. So normally I, I, I will edit on Friday after we record or the next day, right? That's been kind of my pattern for 60-plus right. episodes. Um, That's right. Uh, mostly. There have been
1: you no know, when of when Bethany
0: went out of town, I definitely fell I'll off of that. Broke loose. Yeah, I mean, I was really struggling to keep up. Um, yeah, and the, and I didn't put out last week's episode until last night. Um, <laughs> so everything's fine. It's just okay. uh, I have I have you know, you know, like mental tricks. Like there's sure. I have there's one or two things I feel like I could improve about mm. the the overall um like vocal quality i'm not really okay. sure how to go about it and i know it's going to be a time sink once i do and so okay. I'm, I'm like okay so now editing becomes like a a, a stumbling walk mm. of me having to listen to, or like do things the way i've always done but not being as happy as i maybe could be and so there's just enough of a like a lip there Some friction there yeah yeah so yeah so yeah it's been yeah then last night i did it took me half an hour like it always does um but it's but just like that like mental that mental like whatever hitch
1: so, our minds are weird dude i know. i, I, I 100 understand and empathize
0: mm-hmm. anywho cool. um cool i think that's all we have for for follow-up love the shirt love the shirt Whoever made it was amazing. Um, The thing with the most votes is in the could be improved. And this is from you. It says overcoming the guilt. I feel when taking credit for other people's work, let's unpack this because
1: (laughs) there, that guilt might be there for a reason. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. 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 So it's true. And I, and I think it comes from a pretty natural place. So like, Neither of us have managed people. Is that right? Like you, little eh. – kinda,
0: sorta. If you did, I manage you at Hash Rocket. That's the closest I got was Hash Rocket, whatever
1: right. that was. Right. You certainly managed an office. Mm. Undeniable. But you the know, people technically, Marion did my um, review. Right, but she consulted me before. Right. she did it so it's kind of a hybrid approach let's say i was a uh, consultant in my own backyard okay so um i made staff engineer recently i have been working with my manager who is mm-hmm. a director level of you know, she's a director of engineering mm-hmm. on what does it mean to be a staff engineer what does it mean to have org-wide impact how do you like um you know Work through people to get stuff done. Like a, a thing a staff engineer might do is like not do a thing, but instead help other people do that thing. Right. How can I help
0: people uh, find where I can find the answer?
1: Exactly. Empowering so, people, they might say, synergize people and, and supporting them. So, like for example, we have a Mongo database full of relational data. And I have long wanted to migrate that stuff over to Postgres. And in fact, we have a Postgres database on that that main server. And some small set of models have been migrated. There's even like some instructions on how to do it, et cetera, et cetera. So my boss and I identified this as something that I would like to do. I shared that with an engineer on my team. Mm -hmm. She's also passionate about this topic. Mm -hmm. In fact so passionate that she like said, I want to do this and I'm going to set up some meetings and set up some things. And she mm-hmm. started like doing it. And yeah. instead of saying like, no, the way, that's my toy. Uh, that's my ball. I'm going to bring that. Like, I was like, great. Like, that's awesome. I want to support you. What can I do to help? Whatever. So we started like collaborating on it, which was great, but she truly is leading the effort. Yeah. And so I was describing the situation to my boss and she was like, no, you don't have to feel guilty about writing on a like a brag sheet that you helped facilitate that and helped her do that. Like that is a that is a good thing, and it means that you have maybe fewer tasks to do on that, you know, of your own. But then maybe you can take something else on instead. Oh, I totally misread. So,
0: what? Let me reinterpret what I think you are saying here. Overcoming the guilt I feel when i delegate or Mm -hmm. help someone find what they need to do with somehow getting the credit for the whole process having been been completed maybe
1: yeah because it's sort of like you know in an org it's like everybody up gets some amount of residual credit (laughs) for the things the people below them did so as a tech lead when i'm like helping my team Decide what to work on in the backlog and, like, splitting up projects. And, like, I'm I'm by definition helping, like, them do those things. And so I get mm-hmm. some credit for that. But something so direct, like uh, migrating stuff from Mongo to Postgres, I, I just haven't had the experience of, like, facilitating someone doing that. And mm-hmm. then talking to my boss and her saying, you should feel good about that. Like, you should put that on your brag sheet of, like, mm-hmm. that's a thing that you helped – do. and like that is having org wide impact that is whatever staff level stuff anyway i but so i was expressing to her that i had a lot of guilt about this and that interesting it sort of feels like if i didn't do the work i shouldn't even put it on anything and i and i i've been like meditating on this a little bit uh and thinking like i think it comes from like school projects of like you know like your partner projects and you know are you doing mm. enough are you freeloading yeah, totally. And like some of that, um, you know, some of that uh, built-in sort of pressure about did you actually do the work? If you didn't, you're being fake or something about saying you did? I don't know. Hmm. Do you have thoughts? Has this ever um, crept up in your life?
0: I, hmm. I do have thoughts. I'm, I, I can't think of anything directly in my own life. I'm just thinking in 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 general right now. But – I feel like the, the urge to want to give someone else what feels like their kudos, you know, that mm-hmm. that makes sense. And, um, you know, making sure that people and, and people who might be missed or skipped over uh, getting getting credit, like, that's important. I think there's also ways in which you can build up both yourself for the part that you played Mm. and the person that did the whatever grunt work or whatever the the work was, you know, you can do both of those at the same time. Like when you are, you know, talking to your boss or whoever, and you're mentioning, you know, you could say, you know, I really helped so-and-so work on this. They did a great job. You know, you can just slide in those like, Mm -hmm. those like, um... Those praises to those people, so that, and I think everyone feels good when that kind of stuff happens. Like even your it's boss like all will boats feel good. Rise, right? It's like exactly yeah. because they're like, oh man, we have good people on our team, you know.
1: Totally, and like then she can turn around and go to her manager, and like so it just sort of like yeah. keeps going up. Yeah. But as long as you're like um, respecting that other people did actual labor here. I think it's all good but anyway i just like this is a new thing mm, for me right and my initial reaction was to feel some guilt or some fakeness around you know claiming the thing that someone else does
0: interesting i have had this isn't exactly the same but i mm. you know we we work on a team where we are often paired on a feature um sure. and that doesn't mean we're pairing all the time right. it does mean that we are often assigned in twos to any given work and there's there's a person who's relatively junior in fact this is their first programming job um you know on our team he's the he's the only one that's uh junior in that in that sense Mm. and i it's pretty hard for me to take my hands off the keyboard when i pair and so i actually have been like basically um Letting him struggle through things because I think he's going to learn so much more, and then, yeah, and then, um, you know, we check in. We'll work together for an hour on whatever questions he's come up with, and there's always, you know, there's always something. Yeah. Um, but like, I I was reflecting on that to both, my, you know, my um, manager and him, and he was like. That's what I want. That's when he ended up saying, like, this is what I want, because this is like, totally just the right amount of pairing where I feel like, because I can bulldoze already, let alone the <laughs> fact that I have more experience. And I, I probably right. know an, a way to go, m- you know, more quickly without having to meditate on it or anything. So anyway, totally. that kind of thing is, is that's uncomfortable to me. Um, because I feel like, well, I could just get this thing done real quick or whatever yeah and so like thinking about it not from the the code that has to be written but from Mm -hmm. what the team needs to accomplish and like where in his career he needs to go that's a different way of thinking
1: of it in a more holistic sense and that's sometimes hard to do we had this feature that had no time limit wasn't critical in any way it wasn't going to like make artsy more money yeah and so i identified it as a good opportunity for two engineers they're not seniors they're they're just engineers um e1 i guess you would call it mm-hmm. put them on it as a duo kind of like what you were saying of mm-hmm. uh, assigning in pairs and like it took twice as long as i expected sure and that was fine <laughs> like the right. what they learned and like how they were able to overcome obstacles and write tech plans and Mm -hmm. navigate whatever, like, that's way more worth it to the organization. And I believe that next time they work on something, they will increase their speed because they will have had some of these opportunities.
0: I also think there's, like,
1: um, much more sense
0: of ownership when, you know, like, not only did you do work, but, like, there were problems along the way that you solved. Like, the sense of ownership and accomplishment is that much more, so... Yeah. I mean, best of luck continuing to overcome any any feelings. It's just part of being part of growing up, I guess.
1: <laughs> it really is. Thanks, Josh.
0: Mm. I'm going to check it for now. Who knows? We might hit it yeah. again. Um, you never know. So this is a what went well from you. Uh, I'm 3,500 pages into Wheel of Time, and I'm finally over the hump. Is this the <laughs> midway hump? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> this is book five of 14 come on yeah <laughs> so, i'm half well maybe like a third of the way through book five and i i sort of like real realized that my interest in these characters has outstripped is is, is greater than my annoyance at the writer and so um <laughs> i'm really starting to pick up steam and really uh, starting to like these books
0: that is – if that's not the worst endorsement
1: <laughs> – Yeah. Man, so bad. I'm not going like, to be and, – and, and truly, if someone asked me, should I read Wheel of Time, I would tell them no. It's it's not good enough. No, but if you have read six books, then yes, you should have. Wait.
0: <laughs> you should read it if you've already read it. Okay.
1: You should definitely keep
0: going if you've been this many books in it. That's right. That last episode really – there's a lot of payoff. All right, I want to I want to be done with this because there's too many pages there. <laughs> okay. Um, I got something. Uh, what went well? So EDC. Are you familiar with this acronym? No, please explain. Everyday carry. Oh, so okay. Everyday carry is. I don't know if it started as a um, as something with um like
1: guns and, kn- and knives those <laughs> kinds of enthusiasts yeah. that's where my head went when you said that
0: yeah but th- my th- my familiarity with it is more just like what do you have on your person at all times right um and i was thinking about this because you know these days a phone is kind of like uh, a no-brainer a but given yeah. usually i have my wallet and keys on me and so the reason this is on a what went well is because i did something very simple I took oh, all the gift cards and old receipts um, and other like junk just out of my wallet. And got it's it ha- it's half the weight now. And nice. I noticed it in my pocket way less. And That's I took, great. there's a bunch of keys on my key ring that I don't even remember mm-hmm. what they go to. <laughs> yeah. And so I took those off. And now I've just got two nice. car keys and the house key. That's it. That's all I need. That's all you ever used anyway. That's right right and that's good i like that so this whole edc thing i've been watching videos and like people really optimize things like what tools do i want to have on me at all times so a lot of people will have like a swiss army knife or like a pen um and they Mm -hmm. they kind of like are trying to optimize the way in which they have it um organized in their pocket so that things aren't like slipping down to the bottom of their pocket things like that (laughs) um I mean, it's not, it's like simple stuff, but it's like, it actually does like bother me to have, for example, I used to have this one pair of pants where my phone would turn sideways and I like didn't wear those pants because of it. (laughs) Right. You know, like that was, that's all it takes
1: anyway. That's a deal breaker.
0: The, the reason this also came up is somebody made basically a hyper-optimized, very, very lightweight toolkit has things like bit drivers and a wrench mm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think they might cycle. And so it's a little bit more okay. important for them to do. But like yeah. the the size they were get able to get things down, it's just like, it's cool. And like they, they're they putting it together and like in a leather, like it, you know, it's nice. It looks yeah. aesthetically pleasing as well. But I just got this little tiny knife. Oh, it's I very mean, small. It's very small. It's thin. Yeah. But it has, it. it this is the victorinex bantam so it's like one of their smallest um mm-hmm. at this size without going many uh okay. this brand but it has it only has two functions one's the knife and one's okay. this like they call the multi-tool but calling it a multi-tool is a bit of a stretch
1: it's a bottle it opener it's really like a bottle opener yeah, it's yeah, a yeah.
0: bottle opener this is a wire stripper here oh interesting this is They're and kind this has on some functionality exactly this is a Phillips or i'm like not a Phillips, a flathead screwdriver flathead, yeah. and i think they say you can use it as a pry like a a lightweight mm. pry mm-hmm. in, a, in a pinch so anyway that this literally fits in that like that fifth pocket that i never use on my mm-hmm. jeans and i've it's been just trying it out. empty. i've been trying it today and i literally don't notice that it's there so i'm like okay this is the kind of change i can make where i can i can feel good about this so anyway that's why it's a what went well it's a it's a very this is this is getting almost as
1: niche as your done as your um end of day list or whatever it really is the thing that i want to know is how often do you find yourself outside of your home that you need to optimize your pockets for me and i know we both work from home like my (laughs) some sometimes i'm like oh did i leave the house in two has it really been two days since i've left the house oh, and John. so everyday carry for me is more like a once a week carry for i think other people
0: the the edc community has an answer for you <laughs> what I, I need you to know because cool. there's we were talking about like mental uh hurdles that you have to get over okay. earlier sometimes mm-hmm. there's a mental hurdle of like i have to go downstairs to pick something up and sure. so the fact that it's just in your pocket at all times even when you're like just line, just whatever like oh i'm more likely to actually tighten that screw that I, I keep see. noticing because it's in my huh. pocket right now
1: yeah damn you're 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 reminding me that i have for sure wiggled a couple of handles in the kitchen and thought ah, one of these days i should probably <laughs> t- <laughs> it's going to come off in my off. <laughs> hand that'll do it and you're it's true that if i had a little deal in my pocket i might have yeah. But like that's what I don't want to carry around like I've I've had these like
0: uh <laughs> leatherman's and other things before. Mm-hmm. I don't want that in my on my person. Yeah. It feels bulky. It feels terrible. Yeah. So anyway, that's what EDC is all about and people are I'm I'm telling you, you can really go down a rabbit hole with this stuff. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Um you know what? Sorry, one more thing yeah, here. Yeah, um yeah. I I'm remembering now that when I when we got Jojo, I was walking down the stairs at night with her to let her out to go to the bathroom, and so I did like a like a wire cutter search for like best little flashlight. Oh
0: yeah, and I think yeah,
1: it, I, and and I think it was EDC related. Like some of their recommendations were like mm-hmm. like how small do you want? <laughs> like you know, is it an EDC situation or is it just like put it in a drawer situation? Anyway, right. Um, right. I'm re- I'm re- remembering that that tie together now.
0: Yeah. Um- So I I always have my phone, and I use the flashlight in that a lot. Right. But having a dedicated one, like that's a whole, you know, having a flashlight or not is like a big, it's amazing. Like some of the things, there's this one uh, headlamp that I'm kind of interested in. Right. So I don't care about (laughs) the fact that it's, let me, let me back up. Okay. So flashlights, there's a lot of ways you could hold them, right? You could hold it in your hand, you could clip (laughs) it on something, or you could wear it. Potentially on your head for hands-free use. If you're, for example, right. camping and you have to do something in the dark, it might make a lot of sense. And right. so, they make. I found these EDC headlamp things that actually come like they have the the gizmo for to put it around your head, but it comes right. out and it's only like this big. So it's a little oh, tiny right. flashlight, like about the size the, of a the, C p- battery, maybe. And the profile um, of it is very sh- like shallow. Exactly, and it has a clip on it. So you could clip it mm. on your shirt or something so you don't have to walk around like an idiot. If you don't want to. Or if you don't want to. Maybe you do. Maybe that's your thing. All right.
1: But anyway. You know, I can't stop talking about this topic. I'm surprised. Um, <laughs> it's also reminding me that in um, Last of Us, they were often in situations where they needed to clip on a flashlight i like oh. walk through some dark area uh-huh. or maybe they needed to have their hands free for some firearm. And I thought, oh man, that's, that's really cool how they do that. You can do it. Do today, I man. need to do that? Probably not, right. but
0: you know, do you ever like it gets dark and you need like the flashlight on your keyboard so that you can see what you're typing? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, it, like I said, you could go down a pretty hmm. big rabbit hole it gets it feels a little bit like a cross between um like being a boy scout or something and yeah. uh you know like always be prepared and uh, i don't know it's, there's like a gamer there's like a there's gamification, a gamification to it. definitely definitely right. it like right. do i want a multi tool or do i want s- discrete components <laughs> that i that i organize myself in a different you know yeah it's super nerdy yeah 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 you can totally geek out on this so um Maybe we'll come back to it one of these days when you tell me you what know. your first EDC purchase is. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. So this is a could be improved that I wrote, and you must have been interested enough that um, I was just thinking because I didn't have a lot on the board today. I was like, "Yeah, what are the things that are like holding me me mm. back, essentially?" And I have I have a workshop here in the basement. How many times have we joked about my basement being messy? It's not super messy right now, but... Right, I can tell just from looking over your shoulder. It looks very clean. Yeah. I mean, it's not as bad as it has been. However, the area behind the curtain, let's just say it's not the Wizard of Oz back there. And I have a... I have like a hang-up because I want to do like woodwork stuff, and that's where I do it. But it's so messy right now. And Mm. so... Anyway, it got me thinking. The reason I put tidy first is, do you, rem- do you remember Kent, Kent Beck? Kent Beck, so, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, the software guy. He, okay. I don't know if he has a book or if it's just a blog. It's called Tidy First, and oh. and you know the idea is you clean up you clean up things that you're going to refactor before you refactor them. Which really... this is just another take on another one of his pithy sayings, which was, uh, make the make the change cheap. Or wait, make the change easy to make easy, and, and then make the easy change. Like, don't go like refactoring in the middle of a yeah, exactly.
1: So the, the, the bigger like, work
0: this may be hard, yeah. right? Exactly, exactly. So you know, well-respected kind of, yeah. been around forever, software guy, and so there's this Substack thing he's got called Tidy First, and it's got a bunch of articles, and um, I don't know, like the he he actually likens it to i'm try i was trying to find the the, the actual article that i remember reading it several weeks ago but um mm. where he's talking about like actual people who are doing wood woodworking and like the first step being sharpening tools and cleaning right. up your work area mm-hmm. so and and like i have a hard time doing that and i've also and it, and it compounds itself because things get messier and so that
1: particular part of the job gets bigger and bigger, so gotcha. <sighs> interesting. um a point of order. what is Substack.com? And I don't know like what like what, what probably is a okay. is, is it a is it a blog thing? I don't know. It's like some kind of writing platform, maybe. And then he just decided to he use made a this subdomain to know. explore this idea of Tidy first.
0: Oh, it looks like a patreon for writers basically.
1: Gotcha. You
0: you can subscribe to. He's to, been
1: pretty active. There's a bunch on here.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Yep. Oh, wow. Nice. I'm going to dig into this. Yeah. Yeah. I love that saying. I quote it all the time. It's definitely something that I've noticed. Like I've improved my programming abilities by following this thing, even mm-hmm. if like it's like takes longer or something. Right.
0: Right. And it's, like it's uh when you're trying to go quick or you know where you're headed, it's hard to be disciplined enough to do that sometimes um and that's that's what I think my my struggle and what I feel like I could really improve. I don't necessarily feel like I have it as much in software writing, but I definitely mm. have it in the in the real world uh
1: with yeah. my with my workshop areas in particular right um, yeah one w- one thing I thought recently what you know because i've been trying to my problem is not that it's messy my problem is just like getting down to the basement and picking up a project and working on it like i just don't seem to do that yeah uh and i want to and i want to increase that like what i'll find myself doing is like watching tv playing a video game reading a book and those are fine but like i also want to get better at whittling so i need to like do it (laughs) Right. And one thing I thought was like, yeah, that I should just form this habit of every day I or the days I want to carve, first thing I do, come on the basement and do the um, st- the stroping motion on the knife to sharpen right. it. Right. I'm like, I bet if I spent five minutes doing that every day, it would it would, it would cause me to whittle twice as much or
0: something. Oh, I, I bet it would, especially because you're then you're one of like, hmm, I should
1: check how sharp it got. Uh, yeah. And you're going to check it on the wood, right? Right, so and then before you know it, I'm doing the, the activity that I was right. intending. I'm, I'm, I'm at like I'm using one habit to form another habit. Exactly that's what I'm trying to say. Exactly, and
0: you have a moment. Yeah, it's like, what is the thing that will give me momentum? Totally, right. I'll have yeah. momentum then in this like in the big task of just like keeping my sh- tool sharp and whittling and having wood and all those like things that go into being a whittler. Um, right. And so if I get momentum just by doing the thing that I think will only take a minute.
1: Yeah. But this goes back to the brain stuff you were talking about at the top of the show around feeling like I'm not going to do the podcast episode until I got the time to do the thing. Da, da, da. Like, yep. we have to, like, trick ourselves into doing this stuff sometimes. Right. Right, And it's like we, we make arbitrary
0: prerequisites and stuff like that in our head that don't even yeah. – like, once you say them out loud, you're like, wait, why, why do I feel like I need to do that first? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But – uh, somehow that is in my brain. So, yeah, anyway.
1: I could talk about this all day. Mm. Cool. Brain tricks. Tidy first. Yep. Tidy first.
0: This is another t- could be improved. Uh, this is from you. Um, we haven't had a guest on here in a while. Does that feel like a problem yeah. to you?
1: Is it starting to feel like a problem to you? Well, I just think I need to just book somebody. Yeah, because you know I'm not going to do it. Well, I think we've settled into our roles on this podcast, <laughs> and that's okay. Um, you know, I have never edited anything, and um, but, like, I can totally schedule a guest. Like, that's within my power. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm trying to radiate some intent that I want to do more of that. Put it in the universe. See what comes back. Yeah. Do um, you have anybody you'd like to have on? You let's, can tell me offline. Yeah, I was going to say, let's, 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 I don't want let's, to name let's any names in,
0: in case, you know, they might. You want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to feel bad for rejecting us. Um, <clears throat> cool. Uh, so coming up pretty close here. Uh, so you've got one in What Went Well. Hipstomatic is back. I saw John Gruber mention this as well. So this is Hipstomatic, I don't think I've I looked at since back when Instagram first came
1: out like pre-facebook these are very connected in my mind Mm -hmm. instagram and hipstamatic in
0: fact i think that at the at the
1: time that it was getting
0: like they felt like compete like competitors i think that's right they felt almost like the same product and you could just choose which one you wanted to use that's how that was my recollection um totally and i used instagram i think it was cheap or maybe it was free right
1: um and this is I'm I'm this is probably like twelve years ago is what I'm thinking of for real yeah totally I, yeah I think it is like 2010 is kind of when Hipstamatic was kicking around so they're back um, I don't know what I exactly mean by that because I definitely took my eye off of this company but um, okay so what it is it's an iPhone only app and it has like cute filters that it can apply to photos like. You may remember from the early days of Instagram that makes them look black and white or like really washed out or really vibrant or whatever. What I think is cool about it is um, you can sign up for free and you can use a bunch of the features for free. But they also offer um, a $25 a year subscription and that subscription price is keeping the thing ad free. Oh, okay. So you can use it for free but it's ad supported. No, you can use it for free. It is not ad supported because there's a, a subscription and enough people are paying it that the subscription revenue is is like allowing them to not have to run any ads. Oh, it doesn't actually even uh, unlock any features or anything. It unlocks features. Oh, okay. Okay. But, but they're that, not like But there's enough critical there's enough features. yeah, there's enough of a yeah. <laughs> um,
0: critical mass there to to make the economics work so
1: that they don't have to penalize the plebes. The f- right. So so at, like compare and contrast with things like Facebook and Twitter where mm-hmm. like I can't give them any money to get the ads to go away my in, in fact my like, my attention is the product. <laughs> That's right. And um as opposed to You're worth less the service you... being the product. Yeah, and, and like you pay for the yeah. I just I I want this to be Something that's tenable. I want this to be <laughs> possible that, that yeah. we can have these kinds of yeah. communities where the community pays for itself rather mm-hmm. than having to resort to ads because there's so many bad bad what? Incentives uh when mm. when you devolve into ad support? Perverse incentives.
0: Yeah. 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 It becomes user hostile.
1: Okay, so all that. Then also, I think you should download the app and put it on your phone just Mm -hmm. to remind yourself that it's possible to make a pretty joyful, fun app that doesn't just look like flat. So you might remember a term called, shoot, where you make software that looks like things in the real world.
0: Oh, yeah. It. This was like the design aesthetic and from like 2005 <laughs> from to 2012, to 2012 six or something. Right? So.
1: Then yeah, iOS 7 yeah. came out and we flattened everything down. Um, so I'm I'm thinking about things like the Contacts app looked right. like a leather-bound something, like a right. contact book. So what I would say is hipstomatic is in between. It's mm-hmm. not fully – that word that I can't think of, and I'm sure everyone's shouting at their um, podcast player right now, but but it's not fully flat either. It kind of has some uh, character to it. Mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. What I would say, Skeuomorphic. Skeuomorphic, Thank you.
0: One of the ways, of the ways
1: they introduce, and I think in a cool way, skeuomorphism is they've like actually drawn um, cameras, mm. and then and then like the, um, effect of that filter is sort of coupled with that camera. So I'm looking at their website and they have one called, um, instant and it sort of looks like this pink and white, like old school eighties, um, Polaroid kind of situation. And like, you can see that in the app Uh and it's just kind of like the framing of the window where you should take your photo. So oh, it's yeah. not truly like um what would you call it like 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 user interface but it's this touch of like fun and right. whimsy and whimsical like, chrome Yeah I think that's I think that's cool
0: Yeah Very fun Yeah I'll definitely
1: be checking this out So oh, I man. gave him 25 bucks cuz I was like I want this to be a thing in the world that exists Yeah I don't know you know if I'll really use it that much but um, I'm at John Alled if you want to become buddies
0: I've heard of you now now I have to yes. cool deal thanks for mentioning this it's yeah. good cool. um, I'm gonna save a couple of these other items for for next time um yeah we're up, and we're, up we're up against going it. to we're gonna move on to what's for dinner
1: yeah so um you know we've been out of town we mentioned last time that we went. Like, out of town for a while. So it's been kind of a while since Jess and I just, like, had a Friday evening where we could have a date night. Um, her parents offered to take the kid. So I'm driving him over to Grandma and Grandpa's after school. And then I'll be near where she is. Because she's also in um, – she's hot and heavy in rehearsals. They're doing Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Uh, and so she's going to be at work till like, 6. Um, but I got a reservation for us for dinner afterwards. and So we're going to go have dinner. we come home. Sit on the couch and watch everything, everywhere, all at once. Ooh, nice, nice. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's definitely on pretty, my short list. I'm pretty excited about it.
1: it lo- yeah. I, I've seen a little bit about it. It looks like right up my alley.
0: Yep, yep, that tracks. Um, <clears throat> cool. Yeah, dinner tonight uh, how for are you. Yeah, dinner tonight for us is a little bit different because uh, Bethany's mm. got a um, an improv show, like a town over <laughs> so gotcha. you know she had she actually had to leave already and hmm. and so i gotta go um go upstairs and get the kids off screens here in a minute uh, but we're <laughs> just gonna do like leftovers i made some curry lentil yesterday and so we'll just probably know. got some beans laying around i got some beans i'm just gonna like spoon <laughs> it into there. Nah, <laughs> the curry lentil soups it's pretty good i i think that it needs more salt. That's if you if you mm. want the deets
1: on this soup, okay. it just needs a little bit more salt. Um, is, isn't like making soup one of those things that they use to judge what, how how good of a cook someone is? Like I, if that's true,
0: they should not come to my house. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> ready for that. Okay. <sighs> cool. Well, that's me. Um, John, do you
1: have any danglers? I'm dangle-free. I'm excited to um, listen to this whenever it's available on my podcast listener. It will listener, be available um, uh, one
0: month from now, wherever you <laughs> yeah.
1: listen to podcasts. Well, I mean, I just got last one downloaded last night, so I got a I got a fun evening ahead of me as well. Ooh, uh, Double Decker. No, way. Double Decker. That's right. Wait, you actually do listen to it. I thought you – <laughs> I thought you were being
0: serious and like, I don't actually listen to the show, but.
1: It's know, a good dude. joke. This but is meta. I,
0: I, yeah. Some Someday we'll have to, you know, talk about how we talk about the show on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all very. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. okay. This is why we say this joke. Um, yeah. People will love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's hot stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, man. Uh, hey, I love you. Love you too. Great. Great job. Great job. Bye. Bye. <laughs>